hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hi, busy, vibrant moms. I'm super excited that you are back with us. We are recording from my (laughs) master bedroom, which is super fun, with one of my good friends, Cassie Tenney, who is a pastor's wife. She's a homeschool mom of two fun, jumpy boys. She teaches piano. She is an amazing singer. I can't say more about her. She's incredible. So we're going to be talking about some fun hacks and simple tricks that you might want to do for your summer and things that might be on your bucket list to help you out of building some really fun summer memories with your kiddos. So here we go. We'll jump on in. Cassie, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Michelle. What things do you guys like to do? What is your biggest pain point as a busy mom? I know you have teaching that you're doing on the side with doing piano, plus homeschooling children, plus all the things that come with being at the church all the time and getting bugged by people who are just randomly stopping by. Yeah, I say with all that going on, And I have two very little homebodies, and I am one too. So for us, I think it's errands. Running errands is my biggest pain point, which kind of sounds silly and trivial, but trying to herd all of the kids and the puppy in the car to go and do something super boring is just not what we want to be doing. It's not what I want to be doing, and so it's hard for me to force everybody else to do it. So yeah, it's nothing existential. It's literally, I hate running errands. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you batch your errands as far as try to go to two or three places and then you don't have to go for the rest of the week? Honestly, my kids are so spoiled. They can only do one thing and I can only do one thing. So I have tried to automate or farm out as much as possible. For instance, I do not go grocery shopping and I have not probably since my youngest Archer was born. So not on a regular basis. I'll run if I have to, but I do Instacart and I do the, not the delivery, but I pick up. So we still do have to get in the car, but we run there, they load it into our trunk and we run home. So it's as painless as it could possibly be without getting it delivered. Right. 
Right. I was just thinking, that's so much effort to get them into the car and everybody in the car. That's a hard step you've already done. Right. Now that they're older, it would probably be okay, but I'm in such a routine of not taking them into stores ever, honestly. And yeah, we just avoid it as much as possible. As much as humanly possible. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I know I used to bring snacks for the kids or plan like, okay, if we do this and this, then we'll try to do this. Right. What the best was when two of the children were in school and I had the other one and we'd see how fast we can run errands. How many can we get done before we have to pick up your brother or sister? And that was the best. Enoch was my best little errand runner yeah that's the thing with the homeschool it has a lot of pluses but no time to drop kids off and run a bunch of errands is one of the minuses for sure right there's (laughs) never a time where you're without them correct they're always Always with you so if you have to go to the grocery store you take them Mm -hmm. if you have to go drop off things to be sewn if you have to get something fixed they're in the car and the errands i think that are the most painful are the ones that are take like five minutes to get out because you can't leave them in the car right so you have to get out with everybody it takes 10 minutes 20 minutes to get out of the car five minutes to do the errand and 20 minutes to get back in the car with everybody the buckling and unbuckling is just finally they're old enough where they can both do it for themselves but that like literally just happened (laughs) i was helping the little one buckle himself until a year ago probably Did he want you to help him or was he like, I want to do it myself? He's just very small and the coordination of pulling and not getting things stuck and getting it underneath in the booster so that it actually works. All of those things were just really a little much for him. So in order to save time, I never took the time to teach him himself. I was just like, mommy, do it. Click. Let's go. Right. (laughs) Right. You got to pick your battles. Yes. And if that's something you can easily alleviate, it's like, sure. I'll just put your seatbelt on. Let's go. And then he turns six and we're like, okay, at some point you're definitely going to have to figure out how to do this for yourself. Uh, Well, now extra points. Both boys (laughs) can buckle themselves in and you are good to go. (sighs) Yes. So you are actually, it's a good time because you have a lot of things that can actually be automated. I think especially with COVID more and more things were automated that can be magically delivered to your house yes and i was already an old hand at that so (laughs) i knew how to get that done so you're good Mm -hmm. yeah the only things i would suggest would be snacks yeah right i'm the worst chris is my husband so good at bring a snack bring your water and mommy is just like get out of the house let's go 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 Go. and i just don't plan ahead because it's like seize the moment is everyone in a good mood go go and then no snacks. I'm thirsty. You're not thirsty all day at home, but we're thirsty as soon as we leave the house without so our water it, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> or I forgot my book. Mm-hmm. Or our kids. Where's my other shoe? Yeah. That's... Right. <laughs> we have gotten to places where we don't have any shoes. <laughs> oh, oh, we have been to church, I think, a couple times without <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah. And Thankfully, I, would... I live next door. But even then, I'm like, right. sorry, he doesn't have shoes. <laughs> okay we were like well you'll just have to suffer the consequences of not having shoes and then you'll learn next time hopefully and they were so embarrassed (laughs) they got out of the car and they were like oh my gosh i don't have my shoes you have to go home and we're like no the service is starting and 
we're already here. We're not going all the way back home to go get your shoes. So, oh, children. Right. And the Sunday school people didn't even, they were like, it's fine, whatever. whatever. But our kids were super embarrassed. So I was like, great. The next time you'll remember. Oh my God. That's yeah. Hilarious. I have one friend who lives back in the Midwest. And so she said it's too hot to keep snacks and things in the car because yeah. they'll overheat or they'll freeze in the sun because right. they don't have a garage. So I was telling her, just have a bag, like a ready to go bag by the door and have some snacks in it, have some water so that when you're ready, you just grab it. Yeah. That's such good advice that I may or may not ever take. <laughs> I'm so stuck in my ways. Such a good idea, though. It was funny because I told her and she had the same thing. I was like, did you pack your bag yet? She's like, no, I forgot. <laughs> Some of us are a little bit hopeless. I was like, you could do it. Just put it right by the door. Oh, my goodness. Oh, fun times. If you could solve one problem, what would it be? And I think we talked about your problem of errands. Mm, I do have another problem, though, Michelle. Another problem? (laughs) Believe it or not, I have more than one problem. The other one is that, especially in the summer when it's so hot, we don't really have central AC, so our house gets just stifling. And so we can only all play and do everything in one room of the house where it's nice and cool, and that's the living room. So we close all the blinds and it's like a cave in there and we just all try and coexist in this one. And it's not a very big one. It's very small place. So then things get very messy, but then everybody's too hot and tired and grumpy to clean it up and asking hot, hungry kids right before dinner to please clean up before dinner. And it just rarely goes well. So solving that. that, I know, solving that issue, I think I wish it could be like a robot or something, but... I'm sure that just a more ingrained routine would be the way to fix that problem. It's just that kind of end of day, can we just tidy up a little bit? And it just is met with sobs and meltdowns and sometimes they're mine. It's very I know. upsetting for everyone. I find the time right around four o'clock, four to seven is like the worst time. Everybody's hungry and tired. Yeah. And- it's a rough time. So maybe we should do midday tidy up or something I don't know I have not quite solved that one so if I could solve that I could be a little bit happier I think (laughs) do you tidy up as you go if they finish playing with something then do they put it back no no because they may come back to it yeah or just homeschool kids did not have that drilled into them in a classroom where everybody has we clean up and then we move to the next thing when I had one child and he was very small we did that But then as soon as the second one came along and they never were doing the same activity, so then messes just piled up as we were like, oops, it's lunchtime. Oh, let's go this way, etc. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, the cleaning up as we go is still something that we're working on. And my oldest is about to be 10. (laughs) All good. Do you have something you can easily just dump everything into like an ottoman or something that just opens where everything goes in here that is a good idea what i did do is i asked on our local buy nothing if somebody had an extra laundry basket and i did that because things came from all over the house especially like i said in the summer to the one room all of the supplies needed to be there but they don't all belong there and there's no room from them all there on a regular basis so i just got this hot pink (laughs) 
laundry basket where that's where I throw everything and then just cart it around to its spots. Or if I'm done putting everything else away, I'll put it in the boys' room and be like, this is all your stuff, please reallocate where it belongs. <laughs> Redistribute mm-hmm. where you need it to go, right. where its home is. So that's been my best idea. Yeah, we don't have any storage ottomans. It's such a small house, and especially now with a puppy, anything that's uncovered or if we try and shove it under, even in stacks and piles underneath something else, she grabs it and runs away with it. So that's an added layer of fun in our house right now. Right, because the things might not be put away, and then you might find pieces of them. Or even if I put it away, if it's not completely contained, she She gets into Mm -hmm. it. So, yeah, that's just another challenge that has arisen. Because I had baskets and things, which worked when there was no tiny terror running around. Right. Can you offer them a treat? Like, okay, let's put on some fun music and see if we can just do five minutes. And once we do five minutes, you can have fruit snacks. And then while they're eating their fruit snacks, get dinner ready. Yeah, that's a good idea. For us, it has become, again, because we're homeschoolers, we have a lot more screen time than perhaps your average family so because there's just a lot more hours in the day to fill (laughs) so we do have two blocks of screen time per day and before the first one I asked them please tidy up your room so that that's just done for the day and then you can play and then we have other things going on and then before the second one please empty the dishwasher so that I can clear off all the counters before dinner. So we kind of have a routine of that. It's just me who is not the best routiner <laughs> and enforcer of routines. So yeah, it's a lot of me learning how to make these things work. Yeah. I have to set an alarm on my phone to remind me, okay, it's almost dinner time. Yeah. I need to start making dinner before children break down. Right. I have an alarm on my Alexa app that says... It's time to make dinner and tidy the house. And the tidy the house part always like, mm. but mom makes the dinner at five. I always have that going. So I'm not a completely hopeless case. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. I would say you're not helpless at all. You do amazing things. So yeah, learning small little things mm-hmm. is always fun. And there's always different ways to solve problems that may or may not work. Yes, some different work for personalities. Some people, yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> what is one thing that is stealing your joy if we could fix or give you more joy in your day? I think it's definitely those messes and chores. They steal my joy that I have to do them. <laughs> Steals my joy to try to get other people to help me to do them. Right. The whole thing is just a disaster. So I want to be present and I want to also have boys, especially boys for me, that are helpful and don't think that household chores are something that they don't need to do. They know they need to do them. They just don't like it. And guess what? Neither does mom. So I'm just like, nobody likes it. Some moms could make it fun and I'm not that mom. I'm like, sorry. Nobody likes it. We just have to get it done so that we can do the other fun things. And that's the only thing I can tell you. We can't go outside if we don't have clean clothes to go outside in. Or we can't eat dinner if there's nothing to eat on or cook with. So it's these natural consequences. But it really does. I think just interrupting. We're all kind of creative, homebody, go with the flow people in my house. So 
trying to get people out of their flow and into, sorry, we all just have to do this thing right now. I think that's the part that's like, ugh, that stills the joy. So if I could fix that somehow, I think I would have to change everybody's personalities and maybe eliminate 50% of the clutter in my house in the first place, which we have been working on. (laughs) That's so hard. I know we just cleaned a bunch of stuff and it feels so hard to give things out get rid of things Mm -hmm. i think i heard it's 10 times harder to get rid of stuff than to bring stuff in and somehow it still does come in even though i'm trying to be so vigilant how did you all get here (laughs) right (laughs) what is this Mm -hmm. stuff that's magically here Oh, well, it sounds like you have some amazing little people at your house. You guys just like to go with the flow. We are. I think the errands stop you. Mm, they do. Like, they stop the have flow. To go. Or cleaning up stops you. Like, now we can't do the thing we were interested in. We've got to right. clean up. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're all just a big old river flowing. And once in a while, there's a rock or a waterfall in the way. And it's just chaos for a second. And then we keep flowing. So it's interesting at my house because of all those little personalities and the way that I've set us all up to be freely doing the things that we want to do. But it just makes it a little more painful to stop. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, but they're so amazing that they have that creativity to just, I think that will give them so much in the future of being able to think about things and be like really into them for a longer period of time right just enjoy stuff it's just those times they'll have to learn a couple times we might have to stop and eat yeah the eating i know clear off the table Uh uh-huh exactly (laughs) exactly so they're kind of like my little mad scientists that could get lost in their work forever and then yeah forget to eat forget to bathe forget to sleep when you hit the flow they just keep going Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. How do you make summer special? Do you have a fun, silly, or happy memory from a past summer? And what was it that made that memory so special? I think maybe due to homeschooling, I don't feel a lot of pressure on myself to make summer special. Each season has its own really fun points. Summer, of course, is a lot of outside, a lot more friends who aren't in school that we can hang out with, water play and things like that. So I think inherently it has these special moments built in to our culture and stuff like that. So I don't spend a lot of time thinking, how can I make this 
very special for everybody. What does make it special besides those things I mentioned is that maybe we have dad around a lot more, camping trips and things like that. A few years ago, we were able to take a little sabbatical and we drove cross country from our home in the Bay Area all the way to South Florida and back. But we took about two months to do it, two and a half months. And I had very small children. (laughs) So that was fun. But so many memories, maybe they don't remember is the thing. But I recently read that your memories matter too. As parents, you're going to remember it. And even if they don't, your memories are just as important, honestly, of your children as theirs are of a trip or something like that. And really, it's the togetherness of it all is what we're after in our family. So I think making summer special is about getting all four of us and the puppy together in a spot and staying there, whether it's camping or whether it's a movie marathon or stuff like that. Like I do try and do fun things, but I don't spend a ton of time being like, how is this going to be the most specialist thing? (laughs) How is this the best summer memory I can make ever? It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Do you have maybe traditions is a better word for it over the school year since you are homeschooling you can have a couple extra days here and there to like we go apple picking in the fall or we do these special traditions that are special memories yeah we do not a lot of things are like every year we blank for us the special thing is that since daddy's a pastor we don't have the whole weekend to ourselves so Chris takes Fridays off. And so Fridays are every week our special day to be home with dad or go do something fun with dad. Not on a weekend, so maybe there won't be as many crowds. So it feels special, like we're getting away, we're escaping, but every Friday. So I think we have them built in weekly instead of every time fall rolls around, we go apple picking. Plus in California, apple picking is way hotter. And way less romantic than it seems in other places. It's like dusty and 100 degrees still. You're like, what? This is not fall. Anyway, that's just an aside. But yeah, I'm really not a good traditions mom in terms of yearly things. My mom never decorated for holidays. And so I don't really do that either. And my kids do crave a little bit of that. I did get in trouble a few years ago that I did not decorate the house for Halloween. So I literally went around the house with found objects and was like, what can I make that looks like a ghost? And I just found some packing material to drape over a stick and that was a ghost or something. And like, maybe you can help me make pipe cleaner spiders or something like that. So I try and go again with the flow. If the kids are like, mom, I really wish we could have more Christmas lights or something like that. Okay. So I'm not the best at pre-planning and just having it all out for them. They have to tell me. What do you want, kids? And mommy will do my best to make it happen. We did go cherry picking for the first time this last couple weeks. And I want to make fruit picking a thing that we do. But it's not always going to be cherries. Sometimes it's strawberries. Sometimes, Thankfully, we live in a place where there's plenty to pick. Right, right. (laughs) I always have these amazing visions of like, oh, we'll go apple picking. It'll be great. And everybody will have a good time. (laughs) We'll get a bunch of apples and they'll eat them as we pick them. It'll be perfect. (laughs) And we end up getting there and it's dusty and dirty and it's kind of hot and nobody's excited and... 
they can't reach the apples <laughs> or they get too many apples. And then we're like, what are we going to do with these apples? So it doesn't always work out as seamless and beautiful as you hope. Well, that's a memory for a different reason, maybe. <laughs> oh, but it's fun. You it remember fun. those memories as well as just what you said for a different reason. <laughs> for a different reason. And we were together and that's what matters, I think. Right. I think that's totally true. Fun, silly memories and fun movie things that you're watching or, as you said, just being together as a family, doing whatever. Whatever, yeah. What is the number one memory you want to create this summer? I think along the same lines, I don't think about what's the one thing. But if I had to get a little existential and personal for a minute, I think that for me, I didn't have a very fun, happy childhood. So what I really crave for my kids is that every summer just melds into this vague, happy, warm, glowing memory of a happy childhood, not full of big events that were the most funnest thing ever or whatever. I just want them to be like, I had a fun and happy childhood and my mom was there and my dad was there and I had a puppy and a brother and friends and water slides those are gonna be here and there but to me it's just i want it to meld into this one warm memory for them as their adults that like this was fun my family was there and that's what i want for my kids i love that i love that just for them to look back and being like i know my mom and my dad loved me and we hung out all the time and i played with my brother and sometimes we fought but i like him too <laughs> yeah hopefully they're friends yeah still <laughs> and we had this puppy that we got and we love her yeah. yeah so i think that's awesome all those beautiful memories just wrapped in together what are some things off your summer bucket list is there anything that you particularly do that you would do like a reading day? Yeah. Or? So despite all the things I said about going with the flow, we actually do have a bucket list. <laughs> My it. bucket list even has a mission statement. Oh. And it is, we want a healthy mix of days away and days at home, fun planned things and spontaneous moments, stuff we saved up for and stuff that is free and fun. It is still going with the flow, but there are certain things and it's so funny because I'll pull the boys and it'll be like a water gun fight with the whole family oh okay mommy writes that down beach day okay mommy writes that down water gun fight at the beach with the family <laughs> stuff like that where it's like yeah we're just combining all these things into one big event so we hope to have a lake trip with my aunt we did that last summer. We got to go tubing on a lake. She has a boat. And I grew up with her having that boat. And all throughout California, little lakes. And those are fond memories for me. So I do understand going to the same place and doing the same thing every summer. It does have value. So I do want some of those things. Some other things that the boys have asked for is like ice cream date, s'mores. We have a fire pit that we can make s'mores on in the back outdoor movie or drive-in and then yeah like I mentioned the water gun fight as a family seems like a really important <laughs> one for the boys so the first thing that I did do the last day of their official school was I went on Amazon and I bought a four pack of water guns because I'm like I'm gonna be the fun mom I'm gonna do this well now you can guess that two weeks later or whatever one of them's cracked the other got lost 
the puppy chewed on this one. And so I might have to order another four pack and we might have to do it right away when they come. We will get this water gun fight done, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it that they just combine things. Mm-hmm. We want to go to the beach and we want water guns. Let's do both of them. Yeah, I think, yeah. Maybe we'll go to the boardwalk and do water guns at the boardwalk. It's just everything All combined. The, just, you know, it's a smorgasbord. Right. We want to hang out with our puppy and water guns. That's Puppies right. and water Oh, she would oh. love that. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. We have done water gun fights in the backyard and dumping stuff or oh. had buckets placed around the yard where you could refuel yes that's good that's better than a hose probably i'm like parents versus kids (laughs) it's fun to do especially when you can just have fun and get totally drenched and then you can change later if you want or just stay in those clothes and dry because it's hot yeah (laughs) it's a good stress reliever i think because there's a little bit of aggression being taken out when you're squirting someone in their face If it's a really hot day and we're all grumpy, let's try this and see if it works. Help us get happy. Totally. (laughs) And cool down. Oh, what is one piece of advice that you have for busy moms this summer? I have this philosophy, but I stole this exact phrase from the lazy genius. I follow her on Instagram. Don't ask me what her actual name is. I actually do not know, but she's the lazy genius. And she encapsulated what was already something that I did, and that is to decide once. And so, again, I've painted us as a go-with-the-flow family, but I have put in a lot of superstructures of what we do during the day. And so for me, deciding once that Tuesday is the day that we go grocery shopping, decide once. Throughout the whole year, actually, that's our shopping day. It's the day that our imperfect produce gets delivered to. And so the kids know on that day, What day is it, mom? It's Tuesday. Oh, we have to go pick up groceries. So even though they don't like to do it, they do know it's coming. And same thing. If Friday is always going to be pizza night and movies, decide once. It doesn't always have to be the same thing, but Friday night is the fun night with dad where we maybe don't eat dinner at the table. It's maybe we have a picnic in the living room and watch something on Disney+. Plus. I just like that decide once. A lot of my life to facilitate all this creativity and free time is about automating as much as I possibly can and getting those routines down. And I wouldn't even consider myself a very busy mom. All of my busyness is in my brain. I've got a lot going on. (laughs) But I think because I'm busy creating all these superstructures that buttress up everything that we do as a family. So yeah, decide once that we're gonna not have five hours of screen time every day so that then nobody's asking and asking and asking. We know when it is. We know we have this amount of time and it happens at these points after we've done these things. Just having those expectations. For me, they happen throughout the year. And like I said, summer is special in its own way, but not maybe in the way of like some kids who've been in school for nine months and then it's like a free for all. For us, we've got to keep those structures or else we will melt down. So that's my advice. Decide once. Automate as much as possible. I love that. Yeah. The Lazy Genius, she also does a podcast, and it's by Kendra Hadachi. Ah, thank you. She's amazing. I love that. Decide once. We've done some of that, but I hadn't thought about doing that for other things, like a birthday party. We now always get the same gift 
for a kid for a birthday party. And yes, so me too. <laughs> it's so easy. Yes. We get an Amazon gift card and a birthday card. Nice. And so we know they can pick out what they would like. Kids love that anyway. It's not seen as an impersonal gift or that you didn't go and find them something. Right. They're super excited and super happy. You don't have to think about it. So, we I do the same that. thing. I'm the book lady. So we go to Hickleby's, which is our local independent bookstore, and we let the boys pick out or if mom knows what the kid's interest is, I will buy that. And then we already have a box of 50 birthday cards that the boys choose and they write. They know it's their routine to write it out. And they're so sweet, actually. They're really good at writing little notes of, we love you. We hope you had a great birthday it's just real cute so a book and a card is what we get every time i think that's such a good idea even just for things that aren't always a regular thing but you know they're gonna come right right so yeah that's such a good example decide once it's the book for you kid right cool card here's your book (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think of what other things i can automate i was just like oh i don't have to think about what to get another kid for their birthday mm-hmm. or because it comes up often oh so and so is having a birthday can you come and you're like, oh, oh no yep. what am what I gonna, am I gonna get, get? I even used to keep gift bags and tissue in the car so that when I ran out of Hickleby well Hickleby's will wrap it for you so that's another great thing oh, boom yes. <laughs> but before I decided on books I would just be like we're running to Target and then have the bag and the tissue already in the car because we're so notorious for being like oh my goodness <laughs> on the way going to target so i know myself and i know that i don't plan so i have to plan way ahead in advance another thing that is a really good i think this is so good i'll tack it on at the end here but i actually automate six weeks in advance my meals and then i go straight through them again i have shopping lists for each week already written out so that i don't go ah on tuesday what am i doing what am i gonna make it's just here's week one We always have this, but we won't have it again for another six weeks. So hopefully nobody gets too sick of it. And I have the master list of week one through week six, and it's all planned out. So that's something that I spend a lot of time, maybe three full days working on every year or so, or every six months or so. So it's not always Friday is pizza, but it's always this week we will have pizza, chicken noodle soup, whatever, pasta. So I have put something like that in place. So again, I decided once and for the next six weeks and I let it roll. Once week six happens, back to week one. So again, those kind of super structures are keeping me sane. That's awesome. I I love that idea. And then another thing I do is I put all the recipes in one book and I make it on Shutterfly. So that one cookbook sits on the counter And so if I have to leave and Chris needs to make the dinner, I'll just say it's right there on the counter in the cookbook that I've made. (laughs) So, yeah. I love that you can't get any easier. Like, look, it's right here on the counter. This masterpiece for you. And it takes so long at the beginning, but it gives me a good project. And then it frees me up for many months to come that I just don't have to think too hard about what's for dinner. Right. Now, do you do one particular meal that whole week no it's different so i two meals and then broke like no it's different meals every day for each week and then it will repeat again every six weeks but sometimes i do do hamburgers every three weeks and then pizza and then tacos or something like that something that will 
slip in that's easy and fun a little more often but other than that i do choose a lot and i'll also dial in one night a week where it's probably leftovers or a birthday party or there's always something coming up community group where we eat there and so that's a free space if you will (laughs) so yeah it's a big job because at the beginning it's 20 whatever different recipes to figure out but i don't want anyone to get bored including me (laughs) (laughs) but you make it so easy afterwards because then you've decided one time yeah this is my recipe this is what we're gonna do and you're changing it out so you're not bored but you've just made one decision about it all yep And then eventually, I don't know, six months, every six months, I'll have to do it all over again or retool it. Like this one, nobody likes. And every time it comes around, we're kind of upset about it. So we'll stick something else there and have to redo all the lists and stuff like that. But yeah, so that was a lifesaver for me because the stress every night of what to make for dinner is real. It's not one of those things that I'm good at thinking about on the fly. So for me, just to have my little cookbook on the counter is that's the jam. Oh, that's awesome. I love that idea. Cassie, oh, it's been such a pleasure hanging out with you and talking. I just love your creativeness and how you have different ideas for all kinds of things. Thank you. And thank you for your advice, too. That's helpful to get into another mom's brain and steal her good ideas. I know. That's what we all do. That's right. (laughs) We just listen to other people and steal things and see if they're working. Maybe they work for us. Maybe they don't. That's right. Just borrow things. It's worth it to try, right? Work them out. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank you. This has been so much fun. I've had fun, too. Thanks for having me. Thank you. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!